Hey everyone, this is Greg, your host of Goddamn GameCube. Thank you for tuning in to Season 2. All episodes in this season were conducted virtually over the internet because of the coronavirus pandemic, so please excuse any audio glitches or oddities you may hear during these episodes. Thank you and enjoy. Hello everyone, welcome back to another fantastic episode of Goddamn GameCube. We are now focusing on the uh, climactic final entry in the original trilogy, Halo 3. Eek. Um, <laughs> best game ever made. <laughs> so, I mean, you say that, but when it was when it came out, like that's what everyone thought it was going to be. Like that's when everyone thought it was. Dude, I just I think <laughs> Beppy should probably start with his tale of betrayal. But like, yeah. I remember like as a kid, I was in. I don't, I don't remember. Was I a freshman in high school? Something like that. My only like memory of Halo Three. It was the first midnight opening I ever went to when I was right. a kid, like at a GameStop, and it was still the only midnight opening where someone got too intoxicated and they kicked him out. And that's the only. <laughs> that, that's the only time I've ever seen him. that. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I went on, uh, uh, you know, at length last episode about Halo Two and my hype levels after playing that. I, I shit you not. I played Halo 2, I think, late 2005. And then they, that trailer came out and it looks gorgeous. And it's like the big like pit opening in the earth and the big laser coming out into the sky. It was like, it was unbelievable. The hype of the music was incredible. And then it came out and I, I beat it in like a night or two. <laughs> it's a very short game. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, I, I was thinking about it every day, literally every day until it came out. And then I was just, I don't know, my imagination was just running wild. It's not even that it's that bad, I don't think. It's just that uh, it disappointed me personally. Uh, a lot of people love it. Um, and it's it's somehow it's not my least favorite game in the series. So. I, I was just going to say, like, um, I'd love to hear the thoughts of Nick and Derek, but I'll, I'll interject quickly. I remember when this game came out, I, um, as you guys know, like I played through all the Halos recently. Like it was not really a game of my childhood except for the first one. So I remember when this came out, my, my friend and I, uh, we were, you know, the buddies that played every co-op game together. Like we always run through the new game. <laughs> I remember like I played a couple of missions of Halo 3 with him and I said, this is boring as fuck. Like I don't like this game at all. And we just never played it again. And then, and like sort of, <laughs> when i when i Until dude, when now. i flash forward 13 <laughs> years later to doing this podcast i'm like i was right like even as a kid like i thought it was bad and i didn't like it at all i don't know i mean i you, you experts can weigh in i just i don't know <laughs> i think it just starts bad it feels bad and it's it's boring as shit um, I was I was surprised to learn that we are of the unpopular opinion here that Halo Three is the worst one in the original trilogy. I mean, it's, I know I was surprised to to learn that it's um, pretty loved universally by most Halo fans. I mean, I I, I finished that game feeling just like, immense disappointment. Uh, I would never have I would never have known that you know most most players came out of it with the the opposite experience. But you know, whatever floats your boat, I guess. But. Um, I mean, most of our grievances with the game uh, are, have to do with the campaign. 
like the the story i think is the single most disappointing thing about halo 3. all i could think about for, for you know in the the three-year interim between halo 2 and 3 was how are they going to how are they going to end this like i can't wait to see how they tie up all these loose ends like uh what's chief and arbiter's relationship going to be throughout the course of the game foreigners are going to be human. yes <laughs> yep and they and they were but it's it's a throwaway line like it would have been awesome if there was a scene where the covenant had that same revelation like they too learned that the enemy that they've been combating for the entirety of the war were at the same time the gods they also worshiped it would have been a, it would have been it could have been an insane moment of cognitive dissonance for them where they yeah like they they have to reconcile the fact that uh, they, and the like, the prophets know, and they're just like misleading. Yeah, everybody. so that's something I didn't even realize either. And which, so later on, then, do the three four three games and like the books surrounding that do they retcon that then? Yes. Because so that was a retcon. Because in so. in the later canon, the forerunners and humans are distinct, and for the forerunners knock the humans down all the way to the bottom of the technological pole after like a millennium long right. war. Mm-hmm. Um, where we were basically on par with them and were about to like overtake them but then they finally knocked us back down to like you know the bottom i didn't even like i didn't expect them to you know sort of solve that mystery or answer that question in this game i was like i i I thought it would have been um just a really cool idea that because they're so mysterious because their architecture is kind of similarly austere to the unsds maybe it's like an evolved form of humans that were wiped out um i i I just thought that all signs pointed that way and that seemingly that was the plan um it's just delivered super like clunky and i don't know it's it's based basically um Something that I just want to point out before we get too far is that the lead writers on the previous games, um, Joseph Staten and uh, Jason Jones, they started out after Halo 2 was such a a horrifying uh, experience um, development-wise for them. Um, They took a sabbatical and sort of the the story structure was picked up pretty much from what they had left, which was a a level or two for Halo 2, which was supposed to wrap up the series. And sort of this this team of less experienced writers, this set kind of like committee, like put the initial story structure together. And then they came back and basically just tried to spruce it up. Um, Marty O'Donnell, uh, actually, you know, we talked about how he's also a uh, an influence on the story. He pushed for character deaths, which we get. And I don't disagree with. I just think he killed the wrong ones, which we will get to. Um, I, I don't know. It's, it just seems like very, we have to fulfill this, this, all right, it's time for Halo 3. We left the, the story dangling. We just got to get it over with. Um, I think in general, like the more that I thought about it, I don't necessarily fault them for this. Um, they kind of learn from their experience by not, um, you know, kind of biting off more than they could chew. Uh, so they plan for this game to be a lot smaller scale. There's not that many cut levels. Um, I think there's like a forest and, and a couple, you know, new areas on the arc or something. They were pretty much the development of this game was super duper smooth, um, very transparent, um, clearly like 
you know, even like the the viaducts and everything where they shared. That was a new thing where they kind of they gave fans like little teases of what they were working on, little little glimpses here and there. Um, and it, it led to some more freedom to create the the actual, I think, bona fide successes of this game, which are the forage and theater modes, which were huge, um, not only for the series, but I think for first person shooters as a whole. Yeah, forge is what I remember the most about this game. Um, I actually, it's funny, uh, you know, we're talking about like kind of our, our first impressions here or like our, our first experiences. I actually don't remember much of Halo 3 when I initially played it. That's for the best. Uh, it, <laughs> well, what I remember was, you know, uh, it was the first one to have the co-op campaign be playable online because by yeah. this point, the 360 Correct. had come yeah. out and, you know, Xbox Live was huge and Halo 3 was like this tenfold thing for it. And so playing the co-op campaign online with four people where, you know, it's chief arbiter and then the two other elites um was was like so much fun because you know when you play with four people you usually don't actually play the levels you just act like total morons and break the physics on the vehicles and just do stupid crap and yeah like that yeah. was always just get through cortana as quick as yeah. possible <laughs> um which uh finding the pro strats as a much better player uh for that level which is that the plasma rifle melts the flood in this game apparently uh, and so just keep oh, yeah. picking up plasma rifles and just running through that level. Uh, it's also cool the um, in the, the co-op uh, campaigns, they integrated the skulls into the menu for the yes. first time. So that added a lot more variety to the experience. Yeah, the menu you know, system was really a very uh, different, um, you know, because that became the unified UI for like the Master Chief collection What was the UI that they right. introduced for three. That just kind of became how the games looked from then on. Um, which I think is good. I think it's a pretty nice, simplistic um, UI for unifying all of the game modes and doing all the settings. Isn't that incredible that like it's just like it's just a menu, it's just an interface, and so many times they just play around with it and they make it worse. <laughs> it's like no, it's, it's well, good. Microsoft is known for doing that. They made the Xbox steadily worse after they went away from the sure, blades yeah. and everything. Dude, but, I like the blades. Um, yeah. In terms of, I I am uncomfortable with it, but I get where they're coming from in terms of maybe the camera campaign didn't get as much resources as everything else um, because they knew how important Halo 2's multiplayer was to the success of that game. So I don't like blame them from like a finance perspective for maybe not. They kind of, This kind of sets the standard for the lengths oh, of the campaigns moving forward. Um, and, you know, so, I, you know, I don't want to sound like an asshole here, but I kind of am. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. I, I don't. I don't fault this game. Like in terms of, I think the the engine is very clearly super strong. Um, I don't particularly like the way the player character feels or the weapons feel. Um, I don't. I. I just. I get the sense that this was the first one. I think where I was completely confident that you know how we we talked about how derpy the warthog is in the first game and how when it touches something you yeah. die. Um, that's just not the case in this. Like everything feels fair, everything feels somewhat realistic in terms of, you know, the physics engine. Um, I think it's a really well put together game that just falls short in, in the most important aspect. You for mentioned me. the weapons. This yeah. is the first one where I really started to think that they felt like toys, and yeah, I just they do. really don't like the assault rifle. Like they brought back the assault rifle, but here, here's the thing. I, uh, can I go on a weapons rant here? For a yeah, do I'm, it. I'm, I'm the gun guy here. Okay, so Halo 2, they bring out the SMG same like niche as the assault rifle but less powerful basically they wanted to nerf the assault rifle but they replaced it with the submachine gun same ammo capacity it's a close range bullet hose that's what it's for 
And so they just replaced the role and took the gun out. And I was like, that's weird because a standing military should have an assault rifle, but whatever, I don't care. They had the battle rifle, who cares? Anyway, so they bring back the assault rifle by popular demand in three, but the SMG is still there. So they're like, okay, we need to change this. So now it's got a 32 round magazine instead of a a 60. And it's, it's a little more accurate according to the crosshair, but I don't think it actually is. I think it's still got a dumb spread. And yeah. it sounds like an airsoft gun, and it's like not powerful at <laughs> all. Like, remember how like it, you could just go into a room and mow down like six grunts in like three seconds with it yes. in the first one. In this, it's like you got to dump half a magazine into a grunt unless you hit him in the head. But it's not a headshot weapon, so it, I don't think it deals extra damage on a headshot. So you just kind of sit there, or at least not significant extra damage on a headshot. So you just run in yeah. and you're just hitting this grunt, and he's like twitching and screaming, and it's like. It just they don't feel. I think, um, dude, it feels bad. There is no weight to it at all. Like yeah. I remember, Bep, Bepi, then, I was gonna say, I don't remember. Did I, I feel like I'm in like a fog? Did you and I replay three together recently, or did I do it myself? I don't remember. I just I hate I hated it I think, so much. I think we played together. Yeah, 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 and yeah. You were just and I remember like. like you were suffering. Yeah, I remember like it was so boring, and the guns felt so bad. You and I just started talking literally about the dentist. Like it was like, yeah, <laughs> it was, yes. like unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I just want to like to to tag on to that. The assault rifle is the primary weapon in this game. Um, that's what you spawn with in multiplayer. Um, you get it at the beginning of, I believe, most campaign missions as well. Um, it, it's it feels like garbage. Uh, it sounds like garbage. They actually in the beta uh, that was a huge deal when that that came included with the fucking Crackdown uh, disc. Everyone bought Crackdown to play the Halo Three <laughs> yep. beta. Um, that they had a feature that a lot of stuff had a little bit more punch to it. The assault rifle in particular had uh, some moving pieces on the model of the weapon that that moved back and forth. And it I think there's really actually cool. a mod for the MCC uh, that replaces the assault rifle with the beta sounds and animations. It doesn't change oh, the behavior dope. of it at yeah. all, I don't think, but it, it, it does add the beta sounds and animation. Pretty, pretty much to sum it all up, um, I rarely found that a full clip was enough to dispatch either an enemy in multiplayer or a brute, in um, which is the primary enemy in, in the campaign. I found myself like out of ammo. Like, Not to say that it, it has to, it just feels weird. Like the, the SMG was often enough in the previous yeah. game. Um, and I know that the reason that they did that, they they because the SMG was a dual wieldable yep. weapon, and they wanted you know more emphasis on meleeing and grenading um, to to kind of round out the experience. I get where they're coming from. It just makes dual wielding in particular feel kind of superfluous. Yeah. Uh, in this game, it's the the weapons are rarely. I, I rarely choose them over a you know. A I feel like Halo weapon. 2 did a much better um, job of making the the game design aspect fit with the weapons like in universe purpose and design as well. Yeah. Like the SMG and the pistol and all or the well the Magnum and all that, like they all made sense, but they also had like their game design niche so that you could look at it from a designer perspective or a nerd, you know, gun perspective of like, no, that makes sense that these all do these things. And then in three, it's just like, well, now you've got two full auto bullet hoses, one of which is dual wieldable and kind of useful. The other one, you just give me every time and I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that's a, that's a, you know, it works well enough in terms of in the arena shooter, you want to be trading up 
um, but it's it's just so unpleasant to me, yeah. <laughs> especially considering the the original was su- such a uh, dynamo. Should we um, should we talk about the the absence of the brute plasma rifle? Yes. Or the fact that you can't do wield needlers anymore? Yes. For some both of those things reason. are travesties. Yeah. Yes. I, I mean, you know, it, I I know the needler had to be nerfed, but it, it was just, it's just so weird that you have this little but, tiny weapon that can't be dual wielded yeah, just, for just, like no reason. I, I feel like just nerfing it on its own would would have compensated for how overpowered it was in Halo Two, because that was the reason you couldn't dual wield it anymore. But just maybe maybe nerf it in a way where you know it takes fewer needles to super combine or something. You know. Sure. Um, the it, um the brute the brute plasma rifle thing is is just kind of I think a great symptom of a larger problem in this game where yes. it's the attention to detail is just not there mm-hmm. um, where it definitely was in the previous game. Um, basically, I, I I don't know. It's just if you were th- the the brutes are the main enemy. They have a, a series of weapons um, that have been established in the previous game and like. They should they should all be using the the red rifle, and they fix this in ODST, yes. which is awesome. Um, but it, it's just like they, it seems very just kind of whatever, you know. Like let's just let's just get it done. Well, so <laughs> you know I, I think mean, the brutes like, are a much worse enemy to fight. I don't think they're as fun in a vacuum, like or like well, not in a, not in a vacuum by themselves. I should say, Halo Two had a really 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 great contrast with them when they're introduced in higher numbers yes. later on because the elites are these like sleek you know agile maneuverable like smart clever enemies that you that you know and love from combat evolved and then you get introduced to these big monkey guys and it's like what the hell they're not wearing any armor they don't have shields what, what are they doing super aggressive and they just charge at you and they have grenade launchers and these weird red rifles and you're like who are these guys and they hit way harder yeah and they're more aggressive just straight on and like it's like okay this is cool so we have the elites and we have the brutes and then obviously through story necessity they have to then make the elites no longer enemies which is fine i don't care that's 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 what they wanted to do but then it it feels like they just kind of tried to like meld the elites and the brutes and like give most of the brutes shields and like weird angular armor and i'm like this isn't what the brutes are to me they the, the brutes i think worked a lot better in two and played a lot better in two in my opinion as just these yeah. like their armor is just the fact that they're huge <laughs> and they just run at you and shoot grenades at you and it, <laughs> I, I think it would have been at least cooler and this is a problem i have with the uh what they've shown of infinite as well is that i think like the, to give them a little bit more character the armor should kind of be asymmetrical yes. like hanging off them or something maybe like rusty uh, just to give it a little bit more character, like oh, this is this is their ancestral, whatever. There is they they have a lot of sub chieftains to re- replace uh, tartar sauce from the previous <laughs> game, and they they all have like nerfed kind of gravity hammers. Like they're I mean they're cool, but they're not as like you know op as his. Yep. Um, and the you know they they're cool. It's just I thought he was such an interesting kind of unique. Uh, thing like he's the chieftain of the brutes yeah. and now there's like a bunch of kind of brute chieftains and they're all they're, they're just kind of corny I don't know there's I don't like the brutes was it you guys game. I was talking to it must have been you guys because the other ones that I talked to Halo about um, we had like the it was like the like the, the Twitter thread of all the brutes looked the fucking same 
Like, they don't have yeah, distinct colors or, like, visuals from far away to instantaneously tell what they are, so you're like, who's the priority target here? Yeah, like, the, the, there's, the like, um, there's mods, I think, that are changing it okay. now, but the elite, as Derek was, I think, about to say, yeah. the elites are, are, they have a very clear hierarchy, right, they're color, like, color-coded color color for rank. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, and can we can we talk about the, the brute? I mean, just the, the design of their faces, you know, first and foremost, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, they gave them all like disturbed goatees, <laughs> and, got, and got got rid of their their manes. And, and the they, they have like they have like beaks yeah. now, which is just weird. I think disturbed <laughs> goatees is going to be in the description of this now. I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I really and I I disagree with with the the notion that the elites had to be removed from the the, the enemy lineup. I, I feel like you you could have had. Like a, a faction of elites that stayed loyal to the covenant, where like it could have been, you could have had a handful of levels where there was like a three-way sort of battle between yeah. the humans, uh, and then like the two factions of the covenant that split at the end of the second. They do game. it pretty successfully at the end of the previous game. Yeah, exactly. Um, because, because at the end of the previous game, it's it's grunts, elites, and hunters versus brutes, thrones, and jackals. But that would have sucked if like the only enemy in Halo Two were just them three. Uh, but, but I thought uh, I thought a cool idea to to bring them back in because the elites are supposed to be your friends now. Um, I thought a, a cool idea to to make a few of them still enemies would be like the brutes have kind of taken them prisoner and are forcing them to fight or something. Oh, yeah, and they sure. just like yeah, you know, just just some because well, then you could give them unique that, behaviors. Think, like you could make them very like suicidal or like or whatever. Right. And you could almost have it where, like, they try to, like, blow themselves up near the brutes and you. And it's like, okay, like, because yeah. they, they want to be like, fuck you, buddy. The... <laughs> or something. Yeah, the AI isn't bad in this game no, at it's, all. No, it's, it's very... It's, like, pretty the higher difficulties can be very The Arbiter tough. is, is kind of useless. But... Oh, the, the friendly <laughs> AI, is, as usual, the zombie is always terrible. The Marines right. still can't drive for shit. Um, um, which yeah. is unfortunate I because mean... I love shooting, like, the Goss Warthog and stuff. Or, like, missile pods right yeah. i think i think honestly the it, something that, that this series in general is lacking is more covenant variety um because without the elites you kind of you know you replace them with the brutes and in place of the brutes you have nothing yeah. like there's nothing that fulfills that that you know mystery element and they the only thing they add i think is the New flood races, the, the new oh, uh, forms or whatever. Don't, don't get nightmare. me started on those. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that's maybe a, we will. Dude, maybe, maybe we, we maybe maybe it. we are yeah. going to get you started on that. Why don't you take it? Oh, of, of course. Yeah, um, they took to me. They just sort of destroy the whole concept of of the flood and what the Halo rings were built for. Because isn't it? Because correct me if I'm wrong, but the 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 deal with the pure forms is, if uh, they run out of hosts to feed on, they can just recycle their own biomass and just like evolve into those I'm things. I'm pretty sure which that's leads what it me is, to. Yeah. Yeah, so which which leads me to question: If like what are the halo, what good are the halo rings then? If they, if if you ignite the rings and you destroy, if, if you kill all the floods' food, like they're gonna be fine because they can just recycle all their own biomass and just sustain well, I, themselves. I, I I think I kind of want to look this up right now. Hang on, I'm I'm gonna go do this right now. Um, but I think it might be like it might come at a cost. So like if that was all they could do forever, they would eventually like burn out or something. 
Um, I, I suppose. Okay, yeah, here, right here. Flood Pier form. They are only available for the Grave Mind to put together <laughs> during the coordinated stage of flood development, and are not created by an inf by infecting an alien host. So there's some there's a limitation. It almost sounds like a StarCraft like tech development stage or something. Yeah, well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, Derek hates also the scene where they where the grave mind uh, talks through them. Oh my god! <laughs> Assuming direct control. <laughs> you, you no, you should never ever have a scene where you team up with the flood. No, they, they, they're they're fucking mindless parasites. Even those like, like ten seconds. Entire, <laughs> yeah, it's like, like their their entire existence, their entire existence is to eat. Like that. That's all there should be to it. Sounds like me. Can I put a a, a pin on <laughs> this like, this. The, the point of what we're talking about here is there's certain certain things where I don't really care about the intricacies of the plot, whatever. But up until this point, besides Johnson's like fake death, that the series has is pretty much like point A to point B. Like it's all like very, it makes a lot of sense. Um, there's there's you know action and consequence, etc. It's it's all like leading up to to things. Um, and the, the way this game starts is like you think that you're going to start, I believe the original plan for the end of Halo 2 was you were going to be on that ship uh, chasing the prophet of truth. And they they cut to the beginning of this game is like the night sky and it shows like a meteor and it it's like, oh, the, you know, Master Chief is was actually he was on that ship. But he 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 took a door off of it and he rode it down into the earth like slip pickets. and that was <laughs> that was apparently like in explained in some comic dude or i was something. literally about to say like, like the funniest part of the game for me is the first 30 seconds it's like yeah. I, as far as i remember i was like at the end of halo 2 you're on a ship and then in halo 3 you just start like dead on the ground like what happened i don't understand <laughs> yeah so uh, also inexplicably the end of halo 2 is that master chief is heading towards earth and everyone else is still on the halo ring and he uh, that's how i interpreted that scene is that he's there and they're not and when you start that game everyone is already there they've beaten you there <laughs> somehow <laughs> and chief i'm must like have been asleep on the ground for a long time i guess for the, weeks only, and weeks yeah maybe. that's that's the only way like but it, it just sucks that like it, this is a, one instance among many where like, your own head cannon would be the only thing preventing the story from falling apart. Right. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. And continue. you know, no, I just wanted to to sort of cap it all off by this is something I'm going to go to a couple of times in the next couple of games is a phrase I started thinking about. Um, they wanted their little scene and they got it. <laughs> um, and and that's that's how you explain away like oh it doesn't matter that they were in a completely different place they just wanted that scene of them finding him in the jungle everyone knows that the best writers forego logic and consistency for emotional or the infamous uh to okay. war yeah. where she walks up the stairs cocks her pistol oh, dramatically yeah. well, and then as soon as the cutscene ends walks back down the stairs oh. and then proceeds to like walk <laughs> around the room and do where, stuff but uh, should we talk about the relationship between chief and arbiter yes. now because i think sure. this is one of the main sticking points of the game for me where like uh, if if I had to make like a, you know, if I could pick top top three things that disappointed me most about this game, it was that I was so looking forward to, you know, their friendship being developed. And um, Chief says one word to Arbiter, the entire game, 
and it's it's, it's Beppy and I's. Yeah, yeah no, no, well, Fuck. sure, but it's <laughs> it's mine and Beppy's favorite moment where the the flood uh, the flood controlled Covenant cruiser um, <sighs> slips spaces to Earth, uh, and it's clearly oozing like flood smoke. And Arbiter looks at it uh, and says, "What is it, more brutes?" <laughs> Uh, you know, because well, you would think he <laughs> by now he'd be an expert on this on this sort of thing. You know, I'm, I'm sure it, cle- it reeks of flood as well. But no, what is it? More brutes? And then Chief says worse. And that is the only time Chief <laughs> is speaks that it? to Arbiter throughout the yes, yes. That is the only time Chief speaks to Arbiter the entire game. It's like that, that's that Halo Five trailer where uh, he's like, yes, in time we learn to call each other friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. Really? I don't know like what they were because the problem is Cortana is not in your head in this game for most of it. Um, instead, she interrupts gameplay several times. Yes. And it's not even her. Um, it's the Gravemind which, pretending to be her. And, oh, it, all, the, and it all leads oh, to nothing. Is? Dude, these, well, it's Gravemind control- I didn't know that. Well, well it's Gravemind controlling her, isn't it? Something it's like, like it's like basically like pantomiming or, or like ventriloquisting using her voice and like transmitting. Well, sure. All right, I like that a little better than I do. But like these talking and walking scenes are very infamous for that period of games, though, and they're all bad. Thank you. Well, yeah, what came out a year beforehand? Years. Years. Well, well, the biggest problem with all that is that it just leads to nothing. Like the the amount of times that the flow of gameplay is interrupted for them to feed you these weird cryptic lines that are are never like from the books. (laughs) (laughs) No, because. On my first playthrough, I, I thought it was all leading up to like some sort of boss fight with Gravemind. I, I know like that's, you know, they'd have to get real creative with, with that. Like logistically, like you, like a, a Master Chief fighting Gravemind is, you know, like, like realistically one would last about, I don't know, five seconds against him. But I'm, I'm sure you could do something creative in which like you, you, you eventually have a final showdown of some kind. With brave mind. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd have to spend more time thinking about how they'd make you know, that work. But the point Greg is, Greg will know what I'm talking about here. The the grave mind. Uh, I always envisioned that that boss fight um, as something like the final boss in the Resident Evil Three remake. Mm, yeah, it's just hitting his weak spots for massive damage. Yeah. Right. So something something and, more uh, like that. I feel like something like his size would need but, to be a vehicle. Like you would need to be in like a like a banshee or like a pelican cool. or something. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so you get it now. So now I, we're thinking. That's a good because I mean. The the jungle I think is is very like they were you know it's the Xbox 360 now we got to show off the tech a little bit it's it's lit very well it looks really beautiful except the something we've talked about a lot off mic is how they sort of advertise that Earth is has fallen and it's it's you know the Covenant control it it's like mm-hmm. a miserable place the first trailer it does a pretty good job kind of depicting it as this lonely wasteland and it you, you really just don't get that vibe no. i think it's like it's it i think half-life 2 kind of delivered that kind of world a lot yes. better so like like beth you said the game advertised as you return to a devastated covenant controlled earth you get there it, it looks beautiful what you should see like odst nailed this of course like when you're walking around the city as the rookie uh like the sky is blood red everything's sort of barren uh like it would have been you i think Sort of, uh, you can even keep the same sort of basic layout of the the opening jungle level. Just make make it more ash and barren, uh, not uh, some cloudy have, skies. Yeah, right. So I have have like shit burning someplace. Just make it look dystopian, because uh, you know um, it looks too nice. 
it looks it looks way too nice. It, Maybe it's some true. like crashed ships and stuff, and you yep. know, it's just uh, some atmosphere. Right. So <laughs> that's all. it should have a similar atmosphere to um, the um, the Mombasa streets in ODST. But I think that ties in well with what Greg was saying is that the first couple levels are are really boring, um, and I think that's why is that you just don't get sucked in because it's it's just it's like five it's like four or five straight levels of that right just you yeah. on Earth. I think the the Earth the Earth sections kind of just fall short they in do. terms of oh no we're gonna we're gonna do it. you didn't like Mombasa last time now we're gonna do it way better there's gonna be civilians and it's just like a couple guys in yeah. red hats. <laughs> Who and, have guns? And, <laughs> it's like okay, these yes, are just worse the, marines. The the I, I don't know, just certain things. I I just expected a lot a, a lot larger scale. I think the closest it comes is when the scarab first comes out. Like that's fucking that fight awesome. is pretty cool. Like that 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 yeah. is really. I like, like the fighting the scarab business better than the one and two where you just jump on it. The soundtrack's yeah. better in two though. Yeah, it's a it's a lot more um it's a lot more involved in this game. It really lends itself well to this kind of being it. Like this is the the you know the grandstand i don't know like and then when they they go on that charge and there's only like three ships that <laughs> it's just like oh this is after that incredibly epic battle in the first one in space i don't know it's it just like it, certain things about it i it it felt so short so truncated um and like the the reintroduction of the flood is so just out of nowhere. It happens a little um, too fast, too. I feel like, like the ship crashes, it does, and then it's just like, no it's like look down. at all these floods, and it's like, because <laughs> okay. right, well, no one even mentions the flood up to that point yeah. at all. So the only, like, let's say, like you're, if you're like the layperson and you're just sort of dropping right into the Halo franchise uh, on on Halo Three, that moment where um, the flood-controlled Covenant cruiser comes out of slip space. Um, you know, you'd have no idea what's going on. Like, there's just no preamble or, or, yeah. or build up to it in any way whatsoever. The fact that it's the it's the level you just played, but backwards. It's just a, another testament to just how like lazily written and put together the campaign is. But like, I love how when you flash from the that previous level to this next one, the the atmosphere is like completely flood flood like now. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden. But there's no progression to it whatsoever. Like you see the little particles in the sky, like the flood spores flying around. You think there would be more time yeah. between when the ship crashes and when the atmosphere looks that way. Because the ship crashes like miles and miles, like fucking that way, and somehow yeah. where you are right now already <laughs> looks controlled by the flood. Well, yeah, most of the flood that you fight, as soon as you get as encounter them, are humans already. And it's like, well, shouldn't a lot of them be covenant, and then the humans start getting turned? It's yeah, like all yeah. Marines, right. and it's like, well, wait a and second. And there, there well, aren't really, and there aren't a whole lot of elite flood either. No, like they, they came from like that, that was that an elite controlled ship. Yes, exactly. They're they're coming from. I, I, I'm assuming like from you know a couple days ago before the uh, the Covenant split into separate factions. So you'd think that you have um, like you know you can have some brute flood in there. Yeah. But the the fact that there's um you don't really see any of the, the elite ones until the, the elites get introduced. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong on that. I, I might actually be. But I mean, I think the other correct. thing I'll there are brute ones, So you you see the trans ones that you finally see the transformation in real time from uh somebody being infected to uh you know becoming yeah, a that full, is pretty cool um, combat i think form. that looks really well, good i yeah. uh i disagree because i was i was leading up to the how i i hate, oh. how much i hated that looks cool but yeah it's it's too quick like you like the fucking like they bubble yeah and then if they're just it looks already. cool it, it's i thought it was a, i thought it was a slower process 
Because like, in the first game, in the first game, they see uh, the, the the in the Jenkins recording, yeah, the they recording. see the down delete, and they're like, well, "What's what's going on here? Something scrambled the insides." And I I always thought that meant that the that elite was in the process of of becoming a, a flood, and it's just a sure. sort of a longer longer process. Yeah. You know, I think I, for gameplay, it's I, a neat um, feature because your allies can like become flood immediately. But I, I do agree, it's it's too quick. It, it's it, like everything about the flood in this, it's too fast. But I think it's it yeah. is a fun I, addition, and I think the animation's cool. I have a I have a couple of things to say about the the uh, this part of the game here. We're at like the halfway point of the game. Um, it, it's just like it feels like nothing has happened. Um, nice. <laughs> it's just it's just that oh well like you know they they all left um the the for some reason a single ship uh with flood spores left the battle and the spec ops commander takes all his ships to follow he's my favorite character by the way um he's amazing but that strategy makes absolutely no sense yes. to me um <laughs> because they just let high charity leave <laughs> um they so the the first uh, flood level uh, uh, was cut significantly. Um, a lot of it wound up in the high charity level later on, um, and that was going to be a lot closer to the high charity from the previous game. Um, so a lot of like familiar locations would have shown up again. Instead, there's like one or two in the in this like just in the background of this game. Um, it's just it's very truncated it's just i don't think they really spent as much time as i was expecting on any of this <laughs> i mean it's it's just it's very rushed um i like the parts on the arc a lot when you first get there i think the arc is um, the best part of the game like like those those two like that those one or two like sandbox levels where you're fighting with like the humans and then the elites and then like they got all the vehicles in the open areas and stuff and i actually really like those levels because you get access to a lot of the power weapons and like the cool stuff and like the tank and like yeah they play around with the which sandbox is when Halo is at its best, when the vehicles are being integrated yeah. when the power weapons are in play when you've got factions fighting it's not just you i think that's when halo is at its best and that the scenery yeah. is cool they, too like the forerunner architecture that's all that's yeah. all really cool. yeah and it's a cool shape the whole thing is in. Yeah. Um, I, I think, if anything, I where I would want more time spent is the arc, like exploring it a little bit more as, as much as, you know, the previous two Halo rings, because it's way bigger. Um, and presumably there's a lot more going on. They Like I said, they cut that forest level where you're going to fight a giant sentinel. Um, and then there was going to be a city that you explored here. Um, on the arc? So that would have added some variety. Oh, yeah. Uh, like an ancient forerunner city um so and uh, at at this point um essentially we're wrapping up like the halo trilogy here and <laughs> it's just like i you know you you fight that enormous battle with the two scarabs it's awesome um there is not even a semblance of engagement when you're attacking the prophet of truth i i would have at least liked to have seen something like the prophet of regret in halo 2 where you you gotta like punch him in the face <laughs> or help the arbiter punch him in the face, and um, I don't know. It's it's just it feels very anticlimactic at this point. And this is the the last appearance of the Covenant before, you know, the next yeah. game. <laughs> it's just like it's like the last couple of levels are only flood, oh and I feel God, like that really so hurts. Bad. And the hurts flood are not even fun in this game, really. Dude, it's a fucking slog. No, 
the penultimate chapter is, I think, like objectively the worst level in the original Halo trilogy. Probably. It's one of the hey, worst. Do you want to know why the flood uh, aren't bad. fun to fight in this game, guys? Tell us. Because the shotgun is garbage. Yeah, it's broken. True. I, I actually, <laughs> Very true. I think it's just marginally better than the one in Halo 2, but I, I agree. No way. Oh, Absolutely really? Absolutely not. Okay. All right. No. I mean, I mean, I think all the guns feel bad, and it's just when the shotgun feels bad, it all feels bad, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. I feel like I constantly found myself just picking up weapons and throwing things out because I just thought everything was bad. I'm like, can I get something <laughs> fun to use? I just can't stand yeah, it. Yeah, the Spartan the laser is kind of fun. Well, power um, weapons, I don't really uh, we, count because, I mean, like, they're power weapons, so it's, like, obviously they're good. Sure. But, no, the, the, the Spartan laser's awesome. I love the Spartan Yeah. Laser. I Actually, I forgot to mention the, the new power-ups in this game. Um, that's the kind of the the beginning of them chasing this this last angle to the combat that just keeps changing because um, you know what do we do with the x button <laughs> and it's it's so in this game it's the equipment which you pick up it's single use uh some of them are super useful a lot of them aren't <laughs> um it's uh it's i don't know i just felt like they were introduced very clunky um just kind of oh they're here they're using them on you you can pick them up they don't explain what anything is for um even like you know just like a little like the arbiter like that's a bubble shield <laughs> oh my God. you know what i mean like it's I, I don't know it's just it's it feels like such a shoehorn kind of element like they add a lot to the multiplayer for sure but it's it's some of them are, are just really Can I tell useless. something really funny um, so yeah. I, I told you guys about Ruby's rebalanced mods for the other games before the, on the MCC. Right. Um, so the one in Halo 3, he fucks with the power-ups, like, huge. It's fucking okay. hilarious. The flare, which is pretty useless for you, but it's like a death sentence against you because the brutes just throw it and you can't see. And if you're playing on a high difficulty, they just murder you. The flare yeah. now... It like it affects it, so it's not it's not it's not it's not just like a blinding thing. It's like a concussive flashbang. If you throw it at like a wraith, you can like blast it over a cliff. It's hysterical. <laughs> it is That's like the sick. like we were trolling each other with it by accident because you know there's a lot of close quarters levels in like the city. Like when you're in Voy and you're fighting the Covenant and stuff. My buddies and I we were playing co-op on Legendary and like I kept blasting them into walls with it, and they would go through like the physics objects and the scenery, and like the Covenant would just back them into a corner and kill them and stuff. And, like that's so it's fun. So great. I, I I do you know I mean I like the the Hornet is pretty cool. It's not like my favorite vehicle, but it's a nice like nice that the humans finally have a you know a flying yes. vehicle. It's fun to ride on the sides. Um, the chopper is, I think, one of my favorites of period of the whole series. It's so fun to just like plow through vehicles with that thing. Um, I, I don't know. There's there's some there's some definitely some good additions. Uh, but I think here's a good question: What do you guys think about the look of this game? Like the general, like how it looks. I think it looks fine, right? Right, it's it was good yeah, for the I mean, time. I, the I know when I when I played some... it, you know that game was like the most hyped game of the year, and I thought it looked fine. I just I just have nothing positive to say about how it actually plays. I think <laughs> it looks totally fine. Sure, I want to go back to the arc. Um, I I think like those levels, especially like when you're flying in and over the desert in the Pelican, and like the ODSTs yeah. are bantering with Sergeant Johnson, and you're just looking out the back with the sniper rifle. That's like one of my favorite openings to a Halo level. I just love flying over yeah, that, that awesome. big, just like rolling desert, and you're just like, oh, here we go. 
you know, I got I got my buddies. I got Sergeant Johnson. We're gonna go kill some Covenant, save the galaxy. Let's do it. Like it's actually pretty. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I th- I think after that point, like it's it's it starts to get really weird. Like some of the later after you leave, after you you know um, fi- finish like the Covenant plot line, it starts. There's some cutscenes where it legitimately just looks like they put a model of a pelican in front of concept. <laughs> yes. And, yeah. Yes. It's unbelievable. Yep. It's like it's like, dude, like a, am like I, a matte painting. This? Exactly. I'm like, what 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 happened? Did they run out of fucking? I mean, we we may be we might be wrong, but it, it's it it genuinely it just comes doesn't off that look way. good. I don't know. Oh no, yeah, and it's like it's just right at the end, and I think it really that you know it looked fine for the time. I think that that is a huge shortcoming obviously the cortana level that the hive is is oh just disgusting so bad um it, the i i was actually really disappointed by you know i thought it was really cool that you returned to the original halo like the it's remade at the end it's a really nice scene when it comes out of the water mm-hmm. um and it's 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 really cool to go back to that that valley from assault on the control room yeah but after that when you're leaving in the warthog run where they because they got to do that they got to bring it bring it full circle there so to speak um and, and they uh they have you out on this big scaffold and it looks like garbage i i, I always i always question the like the like the practicality of like what it is you're driving on like the, those squares like what what it, <laughs> I just don't understand what that whole area is is for. My impression was that it was like ter- like the base of whatever terrain they were going to put there. Um, okay. I believe from above you can see one of the nearby structures is the island from Silent Cartographer, um, and it's it's like the same shape. So it's like oh they're they're gradually building this right. new halo. So it's to like you know it, it's it's still in like the, the early construction phases. That makes sense. In fact, yeah. I'll 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 say that it makes at least as much sense as the the the, the dorsal structure on the pillar of autumn at the end of the first game. That's like three times <laughs> longer. <laughs> the, yeah. The the racetrack yeah. which I cannot for the life of me understand why that's there. But you yeah, know I mean I it's like th- this one I, I don't think is much better than the first one if if at all. Um yeah. I, I think it's there's a lot of annoying enemy placement. There's a lot of annoying, like just kind of things that you're unable to predict. And I, I remember um, feeling really forced to, like they I, they they didn't yeah. need to rehash that same ending. Like they they could have had a. I feel like they could have gotten away with. Uh, it's it's like a second you, Death Star. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> it's one of those like we gotta yeah. we gotta bring it back to the where it started. Um, I just think it was paced I, so poorly. Like when it started happening, I'm like, "Oh, we're doing this again, huh?" And I just felt <laughs> I, 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 I felt nothing. Serious. I felt nothing. No, I, I don't. I, I was just kind of on autopilot at the end of that game. And I think, lastly, uh, my my last couple thoughts on this game, I think in general, are earlier I mentioned that the wrong characters died. Um, I stand by that statement. Like I will like die on that hill because I think Sergeant Johnson is, up until this game, he was the funniest part of the, the series. He was much needed comic relief. That voice actor is incredible. He's yeah, irreplaceable. Uh, David, David Scully, I, really, I think his name? Yeah. Yeah. I really hope they find a way to like make him a, you know, an AI or something, or, or his, fuck it, his son. Or just have <laughs> him like, I mentioned it Derek once, I was like, just have him walk back on screen again. Exactly. And just say, sorry, it's classified. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, fuck yeah. it, why not? We gotta save this series by any means necessary. Let's just do that. And it's not looking good so far, but... <laughs> 
Well, you know, that's something that 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 you when you're losing these characters just for like shock to give the story like a little bit of punch up. Like Miranda Keys could have filled the role that uh, what what the fuck's his name is in Halo Four. Uh, Lasky. Um, Lasky. Lasky. Yeah. If it was Miranda, it would mean so much more. Like, oh, you're serving on this this enormous like the the world class uh, ship or the UNSC. Yeah. You know, it would be such a, a a growth moment. And it's like I just think that they. Miranda Keys, I hate her new voice actor. I hate her in this way. game so in general. Like... She was, I, I liked her in two. <laughs> it's just, and then they just oh yeah, ruined she's her way more this. badass. She's such a dumb character. The Prophet of Truth also changes voice yes, actors, I, I and know. it's it, really it, like it feels like a different person. Uh, Chancellor uh, Valorum. <laughs> right. That's uh-huh. right. I yeah, I like the old guy a lot better. I don't know. It's just something about this game is is you know on its on its own, it's a it's a good game. It's not a bad game. It's just it was really disappointing to me, and it's it's a shame because no matter what, I'm never gonna get that feeling back. If if it, it and wait a minute, good. hold on, wait. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? need to have like, like a, just... this will be my final thought. My counterpoint is how is it a good game? Like I I feel like we've just spent like an hour <laughs> saying how we don't like it, and it, for me it's like. I played this as a kid. I thought it was incredibly boring. The guns feel horrible. I don't like making my own fun, so forge mode means nothing to me. And I think the multiplayer sure. is even worse because the guns feel like nothing and it's not fun to shoot stuff. So what makes this game good other than like it looks fine and it has a lot of money injected into it? I don't know. I mean, I've played worse the, ones with the, less the multiplayer. Multiplayer is <laughs> solid. But uh, yeah. I, anything, I, I, I don't um, like it at all. Someone take a final thought. I don't have anything to say. Like, yeah, it's, but, I, to me, it's but, arguably but, the before worst. Before we wrap up, yeah. Well, but, yeah, well, it's definitely the worst of the, the original trilogy, I'll, you know, for sure. Um, but before we wrap, I, I got to just make sure I talk enough about, about how, like, poorly or underused the the arbiter is in this game we, we we didn't even mention his his more notable lines like the, the in the beginning of the game where he's shooting at the drones and it's like reject their lies rebel or all your hives will perish like he's trying to reason with bugs this is like a zelda cdi I, character I, I, oh my god <laughs> it's just like he he had an arc in the second game it was such a nice counterbalance to how like much he's of a just the sidekick car- in this one right like because i mean master chief fucking love him he's he's like one of the coolest characters ever but he's pretty one-dimensional so having the arbiter there yeah, was such a that's what was nice really cool counterbalance to that and it's just all thrown out the window in this game because i before this game came out i was one of my um one of the my the thoughts i'd play around with was like how are they gonna like you know integrate or how are they gonna like build up to their meeting and it just happens right away and then you never play as the arbiter at all i i was I was really looking forward to like continuing down like, his his storyline. Uh, I, I thought for sure like they'd have at least a few levels where you play as him, and then halfway through the game, Chief and Arbiter would meet. But it just they they definitely had it happen right away because they wanted the, that mechanic where co-op meant like one person was Chief, one person was Arbiter, and it wouldn't work. Yeah, that's like he, a they, that's like a concept before you know execution idea. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they didn't think of the implications there. I think it's yeah. just like why not just have them talk more? Like exactly. Master Chief can can just talk, which they proved <laughs> they, thing, like, they, not, proved yeah. they can do like the buddy in game thing in four. Because the stuff right. with him and Cortana in four, so, which I don't want to step on four, but I, I like the stuff with him and Cortana in four. Yes, Cortana. yeah, for sure. Uh, and, um, and the other thing too that infuriated me: the scene where you're you're talking to Lord Hood, and Arbiter's there. Like I, the fact that he Arbiter says nothing, and no, like he, no one says anything about an elite being there in the room. <laughs> you know, that there's like, like the, there's like there's, the one thing where. Like, there's the two Marines that stand at attention for, I think, like, Miranda or something. And then the Spartan goes by, and they're like, oh, cool. And then the Elite goes by, and they're like, 
Uh, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> so, perhaps, Mom's gonna freak. <laughs> no, back, back to back to the ending. So this is another just another testament to how like just phoned in the, the campaign. The shitty is. final boss. So, there, well, there's that. Well, the monitor. Yes, we'll get to that. But I'm, I'm talking about the the end of the, the end of the the warthog run where um, the chief doesn't make it, but Arbiter does somehow. And there's like no connecting tissue between that and the, the funeral scene on Earth. Like they <laughs> they show like half the ship somehow um, like drifting down to Earth. Arbiter makes it. In like then, a like, flashback. Exactly. And then you, I'm like, wait, so what happened to Chief? And then uh, later you, you just have to sort of like connect the, the pieces together when you when you see his half of the ship floating out uh, in, you know, dark space. And uh, yeah, it would, it would have been nice if they actually showed the ship getting cut in half by the slip space rupture. Like that would have made more sense. That would have left me far less confused at the funeral they're, scene. They're out of money by that point, I think. <laughs> oh, and, and, oh, and the mural. We, we didn't talk about the mural, how there there are three copies of the same picture. <laughs> yeah. Copy-paste. So there, it's yeah. not just that one. There's a couple. Oh, like, yeah. They just there, copy-paste There are like four different like, examples of like, one picture know. being used you, more you than know, once. This is the end of your trilogy. That's don't like what I do when I make armor missions fun? and it's two in the morning and I'm like, dude, I need to finish this. We have the event tomorrow. Screw it. Put some guys in here. I don't know. They, I remember they, they described it was like, oh yeah, the fighting the monitor is going to be really satisfying for people. I'm like, it's literally pointless. You shoot him three times yeah. with a spark and, laser and he explodes. Did, did, like, and did he it. even need a boss fight? No. <laughs> There's another thing too. It's like, why didn't he? Uh, why didn't he like husk out in that way at the end of the first game? Because you, he learns you're about to destroy his ring. And he just sort of calmly sends his sentinels against you. But in this one, he flips the fuck out and then starts shooting a giant red laser out of his eye. Which, if he if he if he had that ability, I, I just it just leads me to wonder why he didn't do it in the first place. Also, how does he survive the destruction of a halo ring, but then dies when you shoot him three times with a Spartan laser? Uh, Beppy, do, you still think, do you still think this is a good game? But are you sure? <laughs> Well, this is just one small part of it. I mean, it's really stupid. There's like, he does like Gollum references. I don't know if you remember that. He calls it like, oh, okay. I'm like, wow, this is fucking dumb. Greg, to, to kind of take Beppy's side, not his side, but to, to kind of come at it from the same perspective. If you told me that like, I had to play Halo 3 one more time before you'd let me like, play something else, I wouldn't cry i'd be like okay fine i'll play yeah oh, that's fine. right but it's I, I have no desire to really go back to it unless, no i like, understand unless like like, like unless if my friends want to play custom run. games or like <laughs> i go back to play the mods actually because the mods for the campaign are kind of fun because the rubies rebalanced actually does make it kind of fun it makes the weapons right. useful they don't they still don't feel good but they like kill people so it's like all right that's fine but yeah, yeah. no it is not my it is pretty low um, I've been thinking about how I'm going to rank this series when we're done with this, and it's pretty low. Yeah. I mean, definitely the one yeah. I've played the least. Yes. Dude, if this was Halo 3's funeral, I'd feel like it'd be one of those like <laughs> events where I would go to be nice and say nothing and then leave at the soonest possible point. <laughs> right. You didn't like I didn't them like very them anyway. much, but you know, you got to pay your yeah, respects. Holy crap. That's how I feel. Yeah. I mean, I, I just want to, I just want to wrap up my thoughts that it's, I don't like it. I don't like playing it. Um, <laughs> I don't like the multiplayer more than two. Um, I just think it, it, the fact that it was a complete package at the time, um, I, I'm like talking like t by Remember today's that? standards. <laughs> it, it, 
it feels like it feels like a bungee game. It's got the personality. It's got the quirks. Um, I think Forge and Theater were super innovative. It was a hugely successful game. I, I don't think that appeal can be denied. I just don't like it very much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just uh, that's I think that's all we got to say about this one. And next week we will be doing a double feature covering Halo 3 ODST and Halo Reach. So I hope you'll join us then.